Well, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Lampsill USPSA podcast. My name is Daryl, and I will be your host. If it is your first time here, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Good to see you. So, uh, just a couple of quick administrative things right off the bat. Be sure to check out the YouTube channel, um, all the other episodes here on the podcast, Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Links will all be down in the description below. As far as matches coming up, pretty much really the only big one is going to be the 2023 Frozen Chosen. Yes. New Year's Day. Starting at 10 a.m. for shots. Registration opens at 9 o'clock. Be sure to get on practice score and sign up for this match. It's one of the biggest matches as far as level one goes for the Hampton Rifle Pistol Club. It is also the very first USPSA match of the year countrywide. Okay. Obviously we're way over here in the state of Maine. So we get up before everybody else does on New Year's Day. Or I shouldn't say we get up, but you know what I mean. Sun comes up the earliest over here. So, uh, yeah, very first match of the year for the country as far as USPSA is concerned. Uh, Going to be fun. I've shot it the last three years. One very big thing to note about this match. It is five stages, including one classifier. But this match is shot entirely outdoors. Yes, all five stages are outside. And no matter the weather, this match will be shot. They have had everything from snow and 10 below zero to sunshine and 50 degrees. I know last year it was, we had a lot of, uh, a lot of like sleet and more, more freezing rain. Um, you know, and then just regular rain, but it was only like mid thirties, kind of miserable, but Hey, it is what it is. So be sure to get on practice score. Uh, right now there are only 24 open spots for this match. It is filling up nicely. Um, match fee will be $30 as opposed to the typical 20. And the big reason for that is they're going to have coffee. They're going to have, you know, other drinks, water and stuff. They usually have a bazillion hot dogs in the crock pot. Um, you know, they, they, they do it right. Everybody gets, you know, a hot dog or two and, a beverage of their choice. So that's that's where the extra match fees come from. Also, I, I want to say USPSA went up on their match fees for 2023, but I do not know that for certain. So, um, yeah, Hamden Rifle Pistol Club, Frozen Chosen, New Year's Day. If you uh, don't have too much of a hangover from celebrating or you can actually manage to get out of bed, um, you know, if you stayed up till, till midnight, I... Personally, haven't the last few years, but mainly because I'm going to shoot this match. So registration opens at 9 a.m. Um, they are giving you the option to pay online if you want to through practice score, or you can pay at the match 
when registration opens. First shots are at 10 o'clock. If you are interested in helping out as an RO for your squad, let them know because you shoot for free. So, having gotten that out of the way, I will be in attendance at that match, by the way. I've already signed up. I'm just getting some ammo together, and I will be there. Hopefully, I will see you on New Year's Day. A quick sip of water here, and let's get into the main topic, which is the November 29th, 2022 minutes of the USPSA Board of Directors meeting. Of everyone in attendance... Everybody was in the was in attendance with the exception of the new president, Yimin Lin, Area 2 Director Layton, I will not even try to butcher his last name, and the Director of National Range Officer Institute, Troy McManus. The reason that they are absent with notice is because they were at World Shoot. Um, oh, by the way, congratulations to all of the winners at World Shoot. Um, especially, obviously, the winners from the U.S. Um, excellent job. I feel that the uh, the United States and USPSA was, was well represented there. So congratulations to them and everybody else. Everything that I've seen um, on social media about World Shoot has been nothing, nothing but positive. And that is from everybody that was there. So sounds like Thailand did a uh, did a great job with that one. So good job, guys. So other attendees we have Don Moffat, David Fitzpatrick, and Sherwin Greenfield. Not quite sure why Sherwin was there. Anyway, Minnie was called to order at seven p.m. by Vice President, my friend Lee Cabana, uh, who has now less than thirty days left as a uh, area director, and then Frank Rizzi will take over. Uh, financials were presented by Don Moffitt and David Fitzpatrick, and those two exited the call at 7.47 p.m. You may be able to hear in the background my cat crying, but that's only because she wants to get in here, and I don't want her in here destroying my destroying my stuff. So, So, now we get into unfinished business. Motion number one. Addition of membership type area director. Now, I talked about this in the last minutes episode. They want to add this membership type of an area director. Um, why? I have no idea. So they they quote 4.10. Other classes of membership per the bylaws. Other classes of membership and the requirements may be established from time to time by resolution of the board directors. There is a motion by Area 6, seconded by Area 8, to move ahead with adding membership type. There was some discussion on this motion, and basically the discussion consisted of there is no benefit to doing this. Well, duh. Well, why was this even brought up? So here's the interesting thing. This was brought up. I'll have to go back and and look and see who actually brought this up if they if they put it in the minutes. Um, because out of 
the area directors that were present, which is areas one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. President and area two are, are absent with notice. Out of everybody that voted, they all voted against it. So my my personal guess is area two was the one to dream up this idea a month or so ago. I, I don't know that for certain. Like I said, I'll have to go back and, and take a look at it. But motion did not pass. And it shouldn't because it doesn't add anything. Uh, motion number two is a change to Article 2 of the bylaws. Bylaws change to Article 2 regarding offices. Changes would subsequently impact any other place in the bylaws that refers to an office and would need to be updated based on Article 2. Well, yeah. Uh, the proposed change. Article 2 offices. Offices shall be maintained at appropriate locations within the United States by resolution of the Board of Directors. Um, let me let me get into bylaws here. Figure out what they're talking about. Um, let's see. Where are we here? Area 2. Okay, so right now it, it states offices shall be maintained at the principal address and may be maintained at other appropriate locations within the United States. So basically, they're trying to get the hell out of Washington is what it sounds like. Um, you know, that's, that, that, that's the way this reads to me. They want to change the bylaws um, to get rid of that principal location. Our principal address, um, so they're they're trying to trying to move headquarters somewhere. So area one, Bruce Gary made the motion, seconded by area three, Kevin Collins. Uh, let's see, everyone present voted in the affirmative. Motion carries unanimously. So that will be a change to the bylaws. Uh, motion number three: provisional divisions by uh, bylaw change. Here is the proposed change. 16.2 Competition Equipment Rules Modifications Changes to USPSA Division rules affecting personal competition equipment will follow the process outlined below except when changes are required to comply with federal laws. Uh, let's see. Notice they're not talking state laws. They're just talking federal laws here. So, we have got number one, the process to change personal competition equipment rules for current divisions are as follows. Now, this is a change. It currently states the process to change personal competition equipment rules are as follows. They want to add in four current divisions. That way, they can differentiate between a current provision and a provisional division. So they go down through all that. Then we get to section two, provisional divisions. So here's what they want to add. The process to adopt a provisional division is as follows. A, the rules committee will present the proposed provisional division rules to the board of directors. B, 
the board will review the rules and vote on the proposed provisional division appendix. C. The provisional division rules appendix must be voted on in its entirety. D. The board will set a metric for a minimum number of activities that must be made during the provisional period. E. The initial review period for the provisional division will be 12 months. During the initial review period, unless required by law, not not bylaws, but required by actual like laws, uh, there will be no changes allowed to the equipment rule set for the division. F. During the initial review period, USPSA will conduct member input via survey on the provisional division rules. G. After the initial review period, the board may, based on member input, data collection of activities, and other statistics, vote to remove the provisional division status, either making it a permanent division or no longer pursue data collection. So basically, the provisional division, you're either going to make it a division or it's going to go away. After the initial review, the board may vote to adjust the equipment rule set. H. The board may also, at this time, extend the provisional status for up to 12 additional months for further review. So you could have a provisional division for two years here. During the additional review period, no equipment changes can be made unless required by local, state, or federal law. It just says by law, but I just want to make it make it clear we're not talking about by USPSA bylaws here, uh, by actual statutes, legal statutes. I, at the end of the additional 12 months, total of 24 months review, the board must vote to either make it a permanent division or end the data collection on the proposed division. So it's either going to be a provisional division for one year or two. At the end of two years, um, yeah, it it's either going to be made a permanent division or it's going to go away. And J, if the board votes to make the provisional division permanent, the division will take effect on January 31st of the following year. Motion on this was put up by Area 1, Bruce Gary, seconded by Area 6, Bruce Wells. Uh, Discussion points. There is precedence for divisional divisions. Having this will keep us proactive in the industry instead of reactive. Being proactive is not a bad thing, folks. Stay ahead of the game. Why not? And this differentiates the change to a current division and the addition of the provisional division. Of all those in attendance, all voting in the affirmative, motion carries unanimously. Steel Challenge Proposals. Wow, this podcast is going to be a long one. Uh, Let's see. We have 2022-01 peak stage times. Uh, They have not been changed since 2019. They will email this out to the full membership for feedback between 12-1 and 12-31. That's December 1st and December 31st. And then we'll vote on this at the January Board of Directors meeting. Here's something that's very interesting. It is now December 4th. I still haven't got an email. 
uh, I, I'm going to say this as a typo. It should be 2022, not 2202-02. Uh, 2022-02, World Speech Union Championship Slot Policy Recommendation failed for lack of emotion. 2022-03, eliminate dropping of old class times proposals also failed for lack of emotion. 2022-04, selective reclassification proposals, that discussion was tabled. Uh, let's see, new business. In-person board of director meeting expenses and ground transportation. Uh, provide flight information to Donna so she can arrange a shuttle ride from the airport to the hotel. We need to share rides instead of everyone getting a rental car. Well, if everybody is either coming in at the same time or they're coming in, they're all staying in the hotel, they're all going to the same place, why does everybody need a car? How hard is it to get one vehicle and just run back and forth? Pick people up, bring them to their hotel, bring them from the hotel back to the airport. We don't need a rental car for every single person at like five, $600 a piece. That that's just stupid. So I'm glad that was brought up. Then we have motion number four on the night. Uh, this is regarding the area three special election. If there is no runoff and the incumbent does not win, when will a new person take office? They're trying to decide this tonight. So there is no chance of prejudice. So, uh, they have a motion to have the new Area 3 director start on January 1st. That is a motion by the current Area 3 director, Kevin Collins, seconded by Area 8, Ted Murphy. Roll call vote. If incumbent does not win the special election and there is no runoff, the Area 3 director will take Office, January 1st, 2023. Everybody voting in the affirmative with the exception of the two people who are absent and Area 1 for some reason. Which is weird because he's at the meeting. Anyway. So now we get into reports. That seems to be all of the motions. Oh, there's one more motion. So now we get into reports. Managing Director Donna Webb uh, reports that she is currently working on the budget for 2023. DME Jake Martens has sent the reaffiliation process. Please review and share with your section coordinators. If section coordinators know of any clubs that will not make the seven matches and four classifiers uh, so they can go through the approval process. Vortex has stepped up to be the official optics for nationals and area championship matches. Good on Vortex. Uh, junior Camp. We are partnering with Double Alpha Academy and Max Michelle. We are providing a $1,500 donation, free advertising in the USPSA magazine, and techwear shirts for all attendees. And there was some discussion on potential classifiers. Um, the, the double alpha thing with Max Michelle, I think that will, I, I, I think that'll go over pretty well. Um, you know, really, really give people a, uh, 
you know, a, a solid foundation to get into the sport and figure out what it's all about. I like it. DIT, Rick Brotzel. Uh, Rick has sent reports on member counts by type uh, from January 31st to November 29th of this year. Uh, survey sent to new members and discuss, uh, d- discussed the results. Um, I believe that that survey that they're talking about is the one, I think it was last month or something like that. They sent out a survey to all the members about what what information would you want out of USPSA. Um but they they really didn't say what you know here's here's what we're thinking of giving in, out for information what would you pick they just kind of had an empty empty text box and said tell us what you want um okay not really the best way to go about it but anyway moving on uh they have added a new policies and procedures section on the website so that they will have a single repository to keep any board or administrative policies or procedures that the board approves or that HQ is managing. So you can find this on the USPSA website under member resources. On the very left-hand side, you've got rules and regulations. Right underneath board of director minutes, you'll see policies and procedures. So they've got board of director policies, they've got national championship policies, election policies, and administrative policies that you can click through and read through all of that. They are working on some behind-the-scenes stuff for NROI. Kind of curious to know what that is. Uh, working on an upgraded learning management system. The The current LMS, it, it's not bad, but it, it could be updated a little bit. Uh, new member experience planning phase and revamping the club manual. Committee reports. Audit committee, finance committee, rules committee have nothing to report. Uh, the compensation committee has met and have recommendations. Uh, bylaws committee, just what was already talked about tonight. Uh, the Michael Voigt Education Fund. Um no update on that because Yemen as is at World Shoot. Uh, Steel Challenge Committee uh, noted that people are asking when registration will open for the World Speed Shooting Championship, scheduling registration to open January 21st. Uh, Multi-Gun Committee, we have worked through what we will provide. Troy, Troy McManus, has volunteered to be Range Master and Michael has been helping with sponsors, waiting on provisional division before finalizing and filling out the Form C for multi-gun nationals. World shoot policy, nothing to report. Leighton and Troy are at the world shoot. Fee structure. They are waiting for the 2023 budget to get recommendations. Volunteer recognition. They are also waiting for a budget. Also, bringing in a member to the committee. And finally, the Investment and Account Committee, or the Investment Account Committee. Uh, We have more information on the accounts. We do have improvement in the investments from September to October. We are meeting tomorrow with an investment firm to discuss options. 
So now we get into the final roll call, or the final motion of the night, Multigun Modified Division. This was motioned by Area 6 Bruce Wells, seconded by Area 1 Bruce Gary. Discussion. Provisional Division for USPSA Multigun Only Discussion. Member input reviewed, showing support. Revisit proposed equipment rule set. This was passed unanimously by the board members in attendance. Provisional modified division for multi-gun. This is multi-gun only. Will take effect January 31st of 2023. Uh, Updated to the rule book with appendix for division equipment to be presented to the membership no later than January 1st. New business discussed the creation of a policy for terminated and suspended members. This is the big elephant in the room these days um, with everybody, uh, you know, getting seemingly suspended these days, um, including Ben Steger. And then they keep promoting his pro shop. Hmm. Awkward. Uh, yeah, so there was some discussion about this. They wanted to define when the term starts for terminated or suspended member. What happens if a suspended or terminated member shoots a USPSA sanctioned match? Um, well, that'd be a failure on the match director's part, first off, because I know all suspended and terminated members are put into a database that's accessible on the website. Go to USPSA.org, Club Resources, and over on the Tools section, Ineligible Competitor Lookup. So you can see who is not eligible to compete at a USPSA match. Uh, but, but that's my question. What if they do? What if somebody shows up to a level one? USPSA match and wants to shoot it. What are you going to do? Yeah, I I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, Bruce Wells will draw up the recommendation for this policy. This will define the responsibilities and roles, and they should review 12.3 while doing this. Uh, motion then to go into executive session by Area 6 Bruce Wells. At 10.42 p.m., seconded by Area 3, Kevin Collins. Uh, At that same time, Jake Martens and Zach Jones exit the meeting. Uh, Motion to exit executive session, again by Area 6, Bruce Wells. Seconded by Area 3, Kevin Collins at 11.03. And Area 3, Kevin Collins motions to adjourn at that time, seconded by Area 8, Ted Murphy. So, a lot going on here. Um, I've run this podcast probably a little longer than I really wanted to. Sorry if I have been boring you guys to death with this. Um, But, yeah. Anyway, thoughts, ideas, suggestions, you know, tell me what you think. Send me a, shoot me an email. uh, Lambsoshooting at gmail.com. Get a hold of me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lambs Hill USPSA. You can also find me on Instagram. Uh, just search for Lambs Hill USPSA. Check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com 
slash lambswpsa. Starting to see a pattern here. The only one that's different is the email address. I will fix that at some point. I promise. Also, the Discord. You can find a link to the Discord on, well, pretty much anything. You can find it on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. It'll be in the description down here in the podca- uh, for the podcast. Um, let me know what you think there. <sighs> so, yeah, that's about it. Happy to uh, bring you guys these, these meeting minutes. I know a lot of people enjoy them. Um, I've had a couple of people reach out to me and say, hey, thank you for doing this. You know, some people, they, they don't have the time to just sit there and scroll through a PDF. Um, I had one individual that reached out to me and said, hey, this is great. I can download this podcast on my phone and listen to it while I'm driving down the road. I don't have to sit there at my computer and, you know, especially when I don't really have internet access where I'm at. I can just put this uh, put this podcast on and listen to it. So, um, you know, any any sort of feedback is good. If you send me positive feedback, that'll be even better. It really uh, really makes me feel makes me feel good that people are getting getting something out of this. So, I have yapped long enough. That is it for this episode. I will see you in the next one. But until then, and hopefully I see you at the Frozen Chosen, shoot safe. Mm-hmm.